Uh, joining me now is Dr. James Kravick, uh, Chief Clinical Officer, Mercy Health. Have you heard anything from the state, um, the governor's office, Department of Health about having those National Guard members deploy to your hospital system at all? You know, I, I, I've heard just a little bit, probably similar to what you've heard as well. I mean, I think I think it's probably too soon to tell. Um, and I'm not sure, again, what, what they're looking for as far as uh, what they would do or where they would be. So there, there's certainly a chance that, you know, none would be in our community. But again, Mercy has been very active throughout this process. And so we, we, we continue to manage with, with what we have. And so we're certainly not, re certainly not reliant on them um, because we have, we have a, a, a very thorough hospital structure that we've, we've been blessed to have over, you know, for, for a long period of time and really been, uh, made more uh, thorough over the last two years. Okay. Um, I'm wondering what is the situation with hospitalizations and COVID right now in your system and how is this taking a toll on your staff? I know you maybe you think you can handle it, but is it still, you know, having some, you know, pressure on them and strain yeah. on them to keep going and going and treat these cases? Yeah, this is probably the busiest, this is the busiest it's been. 2021. Um, we have a lot of patients. This is one of our highest times we've had um, really ever with COVID. And our hospital volumes are very, very high. So the staff is tired. They're really busy. They're doing their best they can. And uh, patients who have long wait times in the emergency departments, unfortunately, but you know, our staff is really doing their best to take care of the patients. And what we're finding is with these many COVID patients that are in the hospital, the vast majority are unvaccinated. You know, I hear a lot of, of, of folks who aren't vaccinated or someone who doesn't believe in getting a vaccine that, you know, why, why would I do that? I can still transmit the virus. I can still get sick. That's absolutely true. You are much, much less likely to be admitted to the hospital with the COVID vaccine than you are if you are unvaccinated. I can give example, example, example on this of folks um, who are in the hospital saying, well, I wish I had been vaccinated. I wish, can I get vaccinated now? You're not able to once you already have COVID. So you know, that's the difference. In the beginning, we thought the vaccine would keep folks from getting COVID. We thought it would keep them from spreading COVID. Well, that's not entirely true. What is true, and we have a lot of data on this, is we're, we're significantly less likely to be admitted to the hospital and even greater likelihood of not dying from COVID if you're vaccinated. And that, that's kind of where where we are now. How do you define vaccinated? Is it with the booster at this point? Or does it is it still just the two doses you think it, you're gonna be safe? That's, that's a great question. So the definition of vaccinated is still the two doses, two weeks after the second dose. The reality is more and more evidence on this is the booster is Boosters right now are indicated, I believe it's for 16 and older at this point. And I, you know, after a period of time, and I, what we're seeing is the vaccine booster does help. It does boost the immune system to be able to fight COVID and having the severe case of COVID as well. So I don't think that's quite technically the definition is having the booster, but it really is recommended that you get boosted and it really does reduce your chance of having a breakthrough case. Okay. And if you are a breakthrough in the hospital, how old are you? Who are you if you're that person? Would you say it's just like a case-by-case -case scenario, maybe someone with some underlying health issues? I mean, it might happen from time to time, right? Or is it very Yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing the age group drop. Now we're seeing many of our cases who are admitted with COVID in the 40 to 60 age group. 
it had been the older uh, age group over 60, over 70 initially. And that still is true, but now we're seeing more and more patients between 40 and 60, primarily unvaccinated, primarily with medical conditions, or medical conditions that they have that we didn't know about, they didn't know about, mm-hmm. who are unvaccinated, get COVID, have severe pneumonia in the hospital. That tends to be what we see, but there are older people, there are younger people, there are vaccinated people, but much, much less than we see with those that are unvaccinated. Well, thank you for clarifying that. We have a lot of questions about that that we talked back and forth. So thank you. Um, you know, just among us here, I think this is helpful information. I think the public will really benefit. I'm wondering um, what should be our level of concern as we head into our Christmas gatherings, holiday events, anything where we're gathering with people at the end of the week, um, Saturday. You know, this is not March of 2020 all over again in terms of if you're vaccinated. It seems like two different realities. What would you recommend people do, though? You know, it, it, a lot of it is common sense at this point, meaning if you're sick, stay home. If you have a cough, stay home. You know, as far as normal public health measures, washing your hands regularly, using hand sanitizer, um, using a mask. If you feel that you're in an environment where there's a lot of people where you don't know if they're vaccinated. I get the question a lot about gathering family. I'm going to be gathering with my family on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I'm going to be attending Mass. There'll be a lot of people. That's 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 necessary. I think we can move into end of 2021, as opposed to what it was in the spring of 2020. But I think if we follow some of those measures, such as, as I said, the masking, if you feel comfortable and you need to be around that, if you need to uh, use hand sanitizer as much as you need to, if you're touching other surfaces or, or, or people, those are kind of steps we can take now but the most important it's a little late now to have the full vaccine before christmas but i still can't stress the importance of getting vaccinated fully and then the booster which would be six months after your first two doses do you think you, if you're gathering with family make sure they're all vaccinated what if you have little kids that haven't gotten it or are not eligible because they don't have a vaccine for those younger ones in the family i mean these are going to be some age groups that mix and it's going to be you know yeah. grandparents parents you know, their kids, their grandkids. You know, the, the good news is five and older are eligible for the vaccine. But again, again at this point, it's so close to Christmas that we haven't been vaccinated. Too late to call it uh, fully vaccinated because two weeks after the second dose. I would just say use, use best you can as far as um, being with people. That's really important after this long time of not doing that and having a weird Christmas in 2020. Yeah. But you know, hopefully people are staying home when they're when they're sick. Washing our hands frequently, using hand sanitizer. I think those measures will reduce any sort of um, exposures. It's not zero. There is a risk. But we also have to balance that risk with being with family and friends and celebrating Christmas and and holidays. Okay. Uh, Do you believe we're heading into an endemic? Do you think we're still in a pandemic technically? Where are we in all of this? And what's next? Are we all expecting to get sick at some point, just hoping that the booster is in our system so we don't get to the hospital? Is that where we are? You know, when this first, uh, we first heard about COVID back in January and February of 2020, I was learning a lot about pandemics. So we haven't lived through one for a century, essentially, in a worldwide pandemic. And one of the articles I first read back in February of 2020 was typically most pandemics last around three years. I thought that was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that would happen. I was thinking we'd be done in a few months, like most people thought. Yeah. But the reality is this may be a several year uh, event, which we're still two, two, 
two out of those three are done, if that, that can be believed. It may be endemic. It may be that this is something that's going to be around forever, like influenza or like strep or the common cold and whatnot. It may be that. Um, so we're, we're, I think it's too soon to tell. But again, if I can believe what I heard initially, we're in the first, uh, we're still in the pandemic phase. And it may become endemic, which means it's really here to stay. I think the, the variants uh, are interesting, realizing that if, if Omicron is more contagious, maybe less virulent, less severe, we may all become sick with a common cold. And that's not a terrible thing either, as far as if the severity is much less. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. I think it's too soon to tell with Omicron as well. I know there's a lot of speculation on that yet, but we really don't know for sure. Yeah, a lot of uncertainty about Omicron. Will the boosters work against it? The vaccine, I, I'm not sure. Are you sure? I mean, we're, I, yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're not sure yet, Lindsay, because okay. I think um, we're not sure about the vaccine. Although the, the studies are promising. The studies are very promising. Right? I saw Moderna now is saying it's very, uh, it's, it's a good good match for it. Uh, good impact, I should say. Pfizer already said the same thing. So vaccines probably will work. The monoclonal antibodies that we use at the Mercy Hospitals, they're saying that may not, but studies is too soon to tell as well on that. So I think it's probably too soon to say. You know, we do know that Omicron is in our community um, and it's becoming more and more. We not, I'm not saying we've tested a patient in Youngstown or Warren, right. but we know it's in Ohio. It's in Ohio and in some cases it's, it's spreads. That's what happens. Correct. They reported that not long ago that they found a couple of individuals with it. Um, one last thing when we round out the interview here, there is another challenge because we don't know a lot about Omicron. Um, and the Associated Press is reporting this, that the medications that are used that can help people who are sick, the Associated Press is reporting um, the two drugs, Regeneron and Eli Lilly, believe that their drugs are not going to be effective against the Omicron variant. Are you worried we're going to run out of these antibody drugs to fight this? Maybe see a lag time? because they'll have to rework them to fight the mutated virus for you know variant that's out there whenever they do get it done does this concern you this information yeah i mean Mer mercy health has uh, three monoclonal antibody infusion centers though one at st joe's warren one at st elizabeth youngstown one at st elizabeth Warren. we treat many patients hundreds and hundreds a week with these monoclonal antibodies and so i, I am seeing information that the monoclonal antibodies may not be effective against omicron I think what we don't know is the severity of Omicron. Is that going to be more of a common cold or is it going to be something more severe? We're still, I've seen data on all, on all sides of the spectrum. So it, it is something that I'm keeping a close eye on. If, if, it, if it is a severe infection, the monoclonal antibodies don't work. That is worrisome. Yeah. But I think it's too soon to tell. I, I have oh. read the studies as well, but it's a little too soon to tell. Yeah. Anything else you want to stress before we go? I know a lot of people have questions. Um, they're not sure if they should do the booster. We've gotten information in piecemeal. We've got the governor speaking one day. I guess the president is speaking on Tuesday evening. So we're still a ways away from that. Uh, anything else that you want to just convey to the public right now ahead of Christmas? Anything else you want to say? I, I think the most common question I get is about the booster. And, and the answer is, you know, yes, you need to get vaccinated first and second dose. Absolutely. Anyone five and older. I cannot stress that enough. But really, if it's been six months since you've been vaccinated with your second dose, you really are in need of a booster at this point. What we're finding is breakthrough cases primarily are in those who have not received a booster you know, at this point. There still can be illness with the two shots and a booster, but across the board, it's less severe, it's less chance to be in the hospital and less chance to die from COVID if you've been vaccinated 
Okay. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I'm writing all this down so that I can get it all out to the public. And again, thank you for your time and everything you do. We'll be hopefully checking back in with you pretty soon just to see if you do get any National Guard support, but you haven't heard much yet. So I think I think there, it sounds to me from the release and the information that they sent me from the Department of Health today, the Ohio Department of Health, that they're still in the process of organizing yeah. some of this. So. I, I think so. I think it's going to be, again, this it certainly won't be at every hospital as well. I think hospitals are going to have a, some are going to be in, in more in need based on their infrastructure. Okay. I think some of the larger hospitals that have more infrastructure may not be recipients is probably is probably what's going to be. got it all right well thank you so much for your help thank you merry christmas merry christmas thank you so all much right. i'll see you bye-bye